Hey guys, thanks for checking out the Bucked Up Podcast. If you don't mind hitting the like and subscribe button, we have two new episodes coming out every week. Now let's get into it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know T.I. is huge because you know who T.I. is. I actually used to listen to a lot of rap. It's I, yeah. It's crazy that I'm gonna do stand up opening for him because I saw my him with my mom when I was 13 years old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love you and your mom at a Ti concert. Stand up is a crazy thing that like no one late in life is like. I'm gonna put out like a slam poetry project, but everyone's like, I sh- I could do stand up. Yeah, stand up. Yeah, stand up could be. We try acting maybe later in life. I know Hannibal Burris tried music. Most part, we stick to what we do. Yeah. Other people who do other shit decide to do what we do, and it pisses us off because it seems so easy that we're just talking. Yeah. But it's not. No. You really have to develop that skill. Yeah. And you can't just like do it. Like you like you can't you couldn't just you couldn't blow up and stand up and then twenty years from now be like, I'm gonna put out a rap album. Yeah. That would be ridiculous. That would be amazing though. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> what would your rap name be? I mean, I couldn't even do the whole offensive white guy thing because like Eminem already did it. He's the voice for the angry whites. <laughs> That's yeah. For uh yeah, yeah, generation like extra X. I don't like angry whites. Not many people like angry whites. You're right. You're right. I mean, who likes angry? Like, say angry whites in a sentence in a positive way. There were a lot of angry whites at that Eminem show last <laughs> Dude, night. Yeah, like angry whites. <laughs> but, you know, everyone loves the band. Like, if you like Blink-182, you're an angry white. No, I don't think so. I think they're more fun. They're, are like you a corn. Blink- corn? If you like corn, you're an angry yeah. white. Can you be about inclusion and also listen to a band like Corn? I'm sure. I'm sure. Like the Corn guys would be like, "Yeah, man, come on, what the fuck? <laughs> the fuck do you think we are?" Like, but like, you know, it's a weird thing. It's not your first thing. Do you do you fall into the category of thinking you are your fan base, or your fan base defines you? No, not you at all. You know what I mean? Because, like, if you have a shitty fan base. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't. Th- I, I think people let their fan base push them around a little bit too much. And they let them influence how they're going to do what they're going to do. I think, like, uh, Rick and Morty letting their fan base get in their head, like, kind of ruined the show. Oh, yeah. It, didn't that dude get kicked off the show? Yeah, that's different, though. That That was for, I mean, I think he was threatening like 16-year-old girls or something. Oh, Jesus Christ. It was something insane. I always knew I didn't like that show for a reason. <laughs> That's right. You don't like Dan Harmon. You don't like his writing. Oh, yeah. You have, you have I hope he doesn't com- listen to this podcast. Have you seen Community? When it first came out. Did you like it? I thought it was fine. I really liked Community. I really liked that. And I liked the first uh, three seasons of Rick and Morty. And then except, like, they felt like they needed to, like, tell their fan base how to act. It's like, listen, there's a couple of dickheads over Szechuan sauce. Like, it's stupid. But yeah. don't let it just, whatever. People just get, like, don't I defend like... it and don't, like, you know. 
the people who love Rick and Morty, I feel like were the people whose parents neglected them so they watched Adult Swim. Yeah, perhaps. Like that that really yeah, that you're mo- right. robot chicken molded a lot of children's humor into something shitty. <laughs> you didn't like robot chicken? I think it's fine, but that whole era, too. that whole era is just like uh Yeah, I I liked Aqua Teen Hunger Force. That's what I liked. Do you ever think about what you liked and then you're like, damn, that really did fuck up my sense of humor? In a negative way? Like, I loved Doug Benson growing up. Even before I smoked weed, I would listen to Doug Benson all the fucking time. Mm -hmm. And now I am the comedian I am, and I feel like it's a little bit Doug Benson inspired. And it's like, damn, no, I, I couldn't run from it. Um, no, no, I don't think negatively about that at all. Because I listen to so much comedians, I think I just took away a, a little bit from a bunch. David tells the one I listen to the most, and he's the guy you can probably hear the most when you watch me. Um, but I, I, you know, I had, I, I, I used to take in so many specials, and I took in so many different things. It's hard to even pinpoint exactly where I got any negatives from, and where I got some of my positives from. Congrats on the special. Thank you. That's fucking, how does that feel? It feels really good. Um, I'm, I was almost, I was super proud of it. It was one of those things, as soon as it, the show was done, I was just like, holy shit, that was fucking, that was fucking incredible. As long as Chuck Staten, like, recorded everything well, we are golden. And, of course, Chuck did an incredible fucking job. It looked amazing. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> fucking Yeah. I mean, the only one regret I have about it are the dumb lights behind me. Oh, the lights changing color. And I shit. hated that. <laughs> I noticed it once. But there was nothing we could do about it. But I it. let it go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who cares? It, it, it's weird. Next time I'm gonna have. I think uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna have that. Shout out Frankie in the front row. Yeah. <laughs> you saw Frankie. Frankie, you see him right in the special. He's sitting in the front row. Oh no, shit. Yeah, he's um. He, I met him through him being a fan of like the rap music and the podcast and stuff. Oh no, sure. But he's sitting front row at your special. Is he? Where is? Is he to the right? Yeah, with the white jacket on. Oh, they saw me at like the worst show ever. I know. I put them onto your shit. Oh really? Yeah. No fucking way. <laughs> yeah. They came out. They came out and saw me, and I was like, "That's the worst thing I've ever done." At what like G Pub or something? Yeah, it was G Pub in Plymouth. <laughs> Al and Brianna's show. I guess. I guess that show is much better now because they let them do it in the back room. Mm. Before we were just doing it where people were playing pool. It was fucking ridiculous. What show did you do that you felt like this room is the least room for comedy? G Pub. <laughs> it was so bad. What about it, dude? Pool tables to the left. There's like a jazz club in the back. Like everything, like that whole bar like is trying to be everything all at once, if you've ever seen it. There's like fine dining. And then it's also a sports bar in this other section or something. And then I think like they had like, then they tried to be a jazz club. Then they had an arcade too. Like they didn't just pick one thing. They got like seven things going on. So you're just surrounded by nonsense. You're just surrounded by seven different ideas. You're just in the middle of a business without someone at the top. It's just a business that wants to milk 
parents, like children, are just gonna be like, "Ooh, this, this, this," and just milk, milk their parents yeah. for their money. Yeah, that's they're trying to tell you you can have a fine, uh, uh, you know, penne vodka sauce, and also your kids can go play Mortal Kombat like down the. Like down the hall. That's not a place. That I feel like exist. we're given great promotion for G Pub. I mean, I, I want to speak as negatively as I can about I it. I actually I hate is, that place. Everyone listening has no idea what we're talking about. It but sounds the, like a magical place, but it's not. The two worst shows I've ever done were at G Pub. <laughs> They're just terrible. It's it's hard to have not one but two of the worst shows ever at a place, especially when they were in different rooms of the same location. Exactly. I've actually had two horrible G-Pub sets at two different G-Pubs. Last one I did, I uh, I was doing comedy, and there was a table right next to me, packed out. And it was a kid trying to be signed to a basketball team. Oh, God. And he's having this serious meeting with his parents, and the coach and the team, and then it's just no one else in the restaurant, and then us doing stand-up. It's just, it's just the worst. That kid definitely didn't go to that school. The other one is I did it, and it was a doctor's um, like conference, mm-hmm. but it was like an international doctor's conference, so the only people in the room didn't speak English Jesus. and thought it would be great to speak over comedy. Yeah, well, I mean... People go to G Pub to do everything but comedy. Oh, like yeah. I said, they have. That's a great place to bring your mistress. Yeah, dude, they're like they're they're trying they're like they're like okay, this is the wine section. We also have a craft beer section in the back, and just all this shit going around. People playing, you know, it's just it's just fucking silly. It's funny. I was watching your special, and you had a joke about a porn star. Yes. One, I don't know any names for porn stars. I like amateur porn. Okay. But two, I didn't realize Tori, what, Tori Lane? Tori Lane? I didn't realize that was a porn star. That's a real, yeah, she's a real person. Because I just know the rapper. Oh, Tori Lane's? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's very confusing. I didn't know that. Dude, I'm starting to think he named himself after. I think he did. (laughs) Imagine. Because he's well known. She's well known for screaming. She's well known. She's she's made herself different. And Tory Lanez definitely named himself after that. Oh, I. I you know what Tory Lanez got in trouble for? Um, no. What 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 happened? He's in prison now. No shit. For like twenty years. Twenty years. He shot Meg the Stallion's toe off. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here! Yeah. I didn't hear about this. Yeah, so that's why you're telling this joke. I didn't. Yeah. E- I didn't even know they were dating. Uh, you're telling this joke, and I'm like, well, Tory Lanez is definitely taking twenty dicks in prison right now. <laughs> Imagine being in prison and being named after a porn star. That's yeah. That's 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 a bad. That's a bad hit. You can be my Tory Lanes. Oh my God, dude! I uh, yeah. There's that's not just a coincidence. There's no way it's a coincidence. No way. No way. No. He knew exactly what he was doing. Yeah. So he wish he didn't. Now he wish he picked a tougher name. Yes, he most certainly did. <laughs> Tory Lanes, the rapper. Dude, that's that's so funny. So 
I have something in common because it has to be his favorite porn star, right? Must be. Yeah. You don't name yourself after your fourth favorite porn star. <laughs> oh, after the porn star you hate? Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. You pick your absolute favorite to build a rap career on. <laughs> he shot her. So he shot her in the foot? Yeah. Why did he shoot her in the foot? They were arguing. Okay. Over Lots Kylie. I think he was like fucking Kylie Jenner. It was like a whole thing. It's you know that's like TMZ shit. I don't really that's know. That's so funny that somehow Kylie Jenner of all people, a billionaire, a billionaire gets involved in something like that. Yeah. What are you doing? That's why I don't think the Illuminati's real. No. People are too dumb. Yeah, people are people with money are way too fucking stupid. Yeah. Some of the richest people are just they're just fucking out of their minds. Yeah, they're just like, they just are very good at being obsessive. That's really all it is. Like, you're not, they're not running any shit. Yeah, yeah. Most people don't have, like, a lot of people, like, who are, like, rich and famous, they don't have a lot of common sense. They don't have a lot of regular skills because they've just focused their lives on one thing. Yeah. That's all they've cared about. I would like to see Mark Zuckerberg and... Elon Musk box, box, though. I think most people would. I mean, I think Elon Musk would kick the shit out of him, though, right? I think Mark Zuckerberg, like, knows how to fight. <sighs> has it ever been... Has he ever really been tested, though? Yeah. Would you... Who would you rather fight? I would rather fight... Who? Here's the thing. I would rather get my ass kicked by Elon Musk. Right? Yeah. There's more dignity in that. Yeah, because if you get... The, but there is a thing. Is Mark Zuckerberg... Is he hated or is he just hella famous and rich? Zuckerberg's kind of hated. He is, but I feel like we once someone hits a certain level, they just automatically get hated. Um, well, I think, I mean, social media is, like, really evil. So I think he's hated for legitimate reasons. I mean, he's basically, I mean, it's like oil companies, only oil is just our, like, the depths of our soul. They're fracking our, they're fracking our brains for happiness, is what they're doing at Facebook. Are you giving a TED Talk right now? A little bit. (laughs) They're fracking our brains for happiness. That's what they are doing. That's what we give them. That's what they suck out of us. What do you think the next steps are? Um, I think it's possible in 20 years, people are like, can you believe we were all on social media? That's absolutely ridiculous. You think we're going backwards. We're going back to no social media. I think it could be possible that we look back on social media as like smoking. Or like drinking and driving. Like, man, what were we thinking? Because it, it does do a number on you and you feel it. Yeah. I mean, especially especially us. You're more on it than I am. Um, but e but I am on it, and I I don't I don't want to be, but it's it's part. It's what we have to be there. But are you just? Are we? Just, We're coal miners, basically. We're the new coal miners. But are we the old the guys who are like, oh, entertain? Like it's getting bad back in my day. Like, do you really think it's gonna go backwards? Um, I, the internet's not going anywhere, but social media itself. I don't know, man. I, I really think we could look back on it and be like, that is so terrible for us. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. It's hard, to, it's, it's hard to imagine 
how the entertainment industry would go without social media. It is. But I think people, them, regular people are going to drop off. Do you know this? Do you know that only 17% of Americans are on Twitter? Really? Yeah. It's funny. Now that I have, like, the podcast and stand-up and I push myself, like, that's all I use it for is to push myself. I'm like, how do, why do normal people have social media? No idea. Like, you're not, you're not using it as a tool to market yourself. What are you doing on it? Yeah, I mean, oh, congratulations on another vacation. Oh, look, great sandwich. Who gives a fucking shit? Uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> People used to go ham on just posting whatever. Yes. Yes, they did. Uh, you know what? I, I, will, I will defend Facebook. I think their Messenger app is fucking awesome. It's perfect. Like, if it was up to me, I would never text or Instagram message anyone. Everyone would just have Facebook Messenger. All right, Mark Zuckerberg. I think it's perfect. I think he's a bad man. I think almost everything else he's done is bad. But the Messenger app, God bless him. Like, the Instagram, ever do that thing where you accidentally put Vanish on? Oh, yeah, when you scroll up to... And then you have to Google how to fucking change. Yeah. (laughs) Hate it. Shout out Dad Meat Podcast. Uh, everyone go get on Perks. By you should all Mike be doing Granny. Perks. <laughs> but he has a you. whole book about when he used to get fucked up on Perks and write Facebook posts. And he went back and looked at all his like old Facebook posts. Did you ever write crazy shit on Facebook when you were drunk? Yeah. Do you ever get the memories of them? Uh, no, not really. I just, uh, you know, I don't know. You know, every now, you know, like before Twitter, I, I used to post some jokes on Facebook and they were offensive or whatever. So nothing too crazy. It was all just jokes. Like I was, I never went on a political rant. <laughs> <laughs> that shit. I, I can't understand that for the life of me. Political rant? Especially like I can understand on Twitter because that's what it's for. People feel super entitled. Facebook. What are you doing? Facebook is supposed to, like, okay, everyone just chill out. I don't, yeah. I get, like, people just want to be heard. It's like, go talk to your significant other. Like, you, you, therapist. You're, like, go talk to, go talk to a therapist. Yeah. Do you go to a therapist? No. I don't need to, man. You don't see me, you know, posting shit on Facebook about, you know, uh, George Clooney sucking off children or anything like that. You just wear long pants and keep <laughs> your razor at home. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you deal with it like a like a real man. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I don't. Uh, yeah. I. I. Uh, no. I. I don't talk to a. Th- I don't. I talked to a therapist when I was a kid. I didn't like it. I should probably. I'm one of those people who probably should. But there's a small small part of my like in my brain that just tells me like. The less fuck up up you are, like, the less funny you are. I still kind of believe that. Do you believe that, or do you think that's just something you tell yourself so you do don't Do I think get it's an help? excuse so I don't yeah. have to go? Uh-huh. No, I kind of believe it. isn't that the same excuse that you would say that kept you drinking and doing comedy? Yeah, but it got to the point where I couldn't formulate sentences. So there was no even lying about that. Yeah. You know? It is a problem that when you see a comedian get their life together, like be famous, I can they name, do lose a little bit of like... All the, of them do. After their first two specials, 
Like a lot of the time, they just drop off. <laughs> Your third album, you're gonna it's come gonna out. Be shit. Gold chains, grills. Yeah. I'm gonna have a crown. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're not crown. gonna give up. You're gonna be like airplane food song. Yeah. You're just doing hacky ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're just gonna turn to Rob Schneider, basically, <laughs> dude. Schneider, Schneider. Oh. I call shout out Shamil, Shamil Kumar, one of my best friends. I called him up. Well, and good he, friend of mine too. He hate watched Rob Schneider's new special We've and all went been there. through every single joke and told me how hack it was. Well, he's like a right wing guy too, so it's not even just a hack. It's just like a political hack. Like it's like it's like this like ugh, just uh, like when you come from that place, you have simple answers for complex problems all the damn time. So it's like hacky jokes on top of just not actually knowing what's going on. I like how right-wing people are like, the left manipulates media, shit like that. Mm -hmm. And then every right-wing comedian just ends up doing the exact same set every time covering the same. My My pronouns are fucking you. (laughs) Yeah. It's not clever. That's in seventeen specials right now. I know, I know. All of them on um Fox Business Plus or whatever that thing is called. Uh, Fox one, one network. Dude. Dude, you know what though? That shit sells, man. What's his name? Has the bet has the best rated um fucking late night TV show on basic cable. Who? Greg Gutfeld. I don't even know who that is. Dude, well you, you that's because be you a... don't live in Nebraska. <laughs> <laughs> people forget about those states. Yeah, people forget that there's a lot of people. Yeah, there's in more the middle of America who just wake up and work on a farm, mm-hmm. and then they just hate anything that has to do with like having fun because they just f- work on a farm and they don't know the difference between their wife and the cows. They look exactly the same. They they, they um they have fun. They play the banjo. They smoke crystal meth. <laughs> they fuck their cousin on yeah, Thursday. Yeah, 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 they have fun. They have fun. I mean... Thank God I wasn't born in Nebraska. I, I still think you'd be listening to the same hip-hop. I don't think so. Really? Yeah. You think you're that much of a product of your environment? Yeah, my parents played me rap music. That's all they listened to, of course. Oh, shit, what did they listen to? Wu-Tang. My dad played Wu-Tang. My mom played Lil Wayne. Okay, Lil Wayne. What were your parents like? Uh, They didn't listen to fucking Lil Wayne. (laughs) No, what were your parents like? My mom was an immigrant from Ireland. Um, My dad was fourth generation Irish. So two very different sort of Irish, American Irish and Irish Irish. Um, You know, they like classical music, things like that. They like uh, classic films, things like that. They were cultured people. They, uh, you know, liked to eat out of fine restaurants, and you know, they liked, um, you know, they liked going to museums and things like that. Uh, we weren't like super rich or anything. Like we, you know, pretty steadily middle class. Maybe towards the end, my dad got us to upper upper middle class. You know, maybe, but middle class. But they appreciated the finer things in life. They were cultured, cultured people. They were Irish. It's not much culture. 
Um, well, I mean, <laughs> well, Irish Irish people have a little more culture than you would say. We have a lot of authors and playwrights. I'm Irish. Yeah, not a lot of rappers. They, they, how should I say it? They, um, my, they were sophisticated people. My Irish are like potatoes. They can go with. We they can do. Like they potatoes. can do a lot. They, <laughs> we look like potatoes. We eat we, potatoes. We can go with a lot of things, but yeah. we're not very special. Mm, uh, uh, I mean, who, who who's special? The most special Irish person is who? Fucking Bono, Daniel Day Lewis, <laughs> he's, and the he's greatest gr- actor of all time. The greatest at being somebody else. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess we don't have the culture imprint of, uh, say, England or. Italy. Our thing is we like to drink by ourselves. <laughs> Are you going to die on the hill of Irish culture? No. I mean, Irish culture. Yeah. Irish culture, it's a lot of drinking and it's a lot of not talking. Have you been to Ireland? Yeah, when I was like 12. I had a Guinness. I was like 12. Didn't that, it was all downhill from there. Base. No, I was drinking before then, too. Before you were 12? Yeah, 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 yeah. At what age? I don't know. Around eleven. Like, let's hold, let me see. Like, I was watching s- Dora the Explorer at eleven. Sixth grade. Sixth grade, actually. What? What's sixth grade? Sixth grade is probably yeah, like eleven, twelve. Uh, I was drinking. Damn. Smoking pot in. I think I waited till high school to smoke pot. Were you the nefarious one, or did you have someone like bring you to the dark side? Oh, I always found worse people than me. <laughs> Um, my buddy Soldy got me smoking pot, so we were skipping class a lot, just getting high. A lot of fun. Back to your parents. Did they have fucked up senses of humor? Mm, no, not really. My mom did. My mom was funnier than my dad. She laughed more than my dad. Because, like, you asked me, like, I know where my rap shit came from. Do you know where your origin story came from? I always just liked stand-up comedy. Also, you know, and uh, I remember one time I was hanging out with my friend Brendan Hart. Brendan Hart was a year older than me. He was in the, he was in the grade above me. Really smart kid, you know. So I, th- I think I looked up to him a little bit. And he was like, "I think stand up." And we were young. We were in elementary school, and he was saying like, "I think stand up comedy is like the hardest art form because it's just you up there. You don't have anything else," and that stuck with me. And I started watching a ton of stand up ever since then, just like sort of preparing myself. Do you think it's the hardest art form? No. Definitely not. No. <laughs> Definitely. That's why everyone thinks they can do it yeah. later in life. Yeah. I mean, it is harder than people think. But, I mean, you know, pl- playing the, the violin, come on. See, I don't think it's hard, but you have to be a very specific type of person to do it. You have to be very you disciplined. Have, but you also have to be super crazy. Like, you have to be crazy enough to do it. Oh, are you it? talking about the violin or comedy? Comedy. Yeah, comedy, you got to be a little nuts, a little broken. you got to be super crazy, but not crazy enough to push it too far and not be d- disciplined. Yeah, you can't be, it. like, a complete sociopath up there. No, but you have to have a little bit of, like, is this guy going to mm-hmm. freak the fuck out right now? Yeah, it makes it a little more compelling when you're a little off your rocker. That's why when people get it together, they don't want to listen to their comedy. No, I mean, yeah, when... <laughs> It's so true, dude. Like, when you look at almost every comedian, their third album or special, there's a big drop-off. 
Almost every one of them. Why? Because, well, I think a lot of it is, sometimes, I think some of it has to do with the fact that you have been writing material for so long, and I think that you still have something to work off of from your second album. You still have material left to start for a base for the second one. After the second one, though, I think you've gotten all your old jokes out of the way. I think that's one thing. And number two, you're sort of rich, and you sort of have... You can sort of spend your time doing cool things. You can spend your time doing whatever you want when you're rich. That's why they say, like, um, when you get rich, you don't change. You're just more the same. You're yourself even more. So, like, for instance, if I was into water sports, something like that, and I wanted to get a wave runner, shit, I could just wave run a lot if I'm rich. What are you going to do when you're rich? Uh, um. I'm probably just going to watch... I'm just going to keep watching You're gonna movies. you have a U-Haul filled with tie hookers. <laughs> filled to the brim. <laughs> filled to the brim. <laughs> They're squished together. You can't fit paper in between them. <laughs> They're stuffed in there like hot dogs in a pack. Just stuff against <laughs> the fucking... <laughs> You just open it up and they come yeah. they come splashing out. Exactly. Whoa! They're <laughs> grasping for air. <laughs> They're flopping around yeah. like fish out of water. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> You're like, no, you wish you were back in there, honey. Yeah. yeah. And then you rub your belly. <laughs> and then I rub my belly. <laughs> and then I have slaves bring them into the house. <laughs> I'm gonna be on an island. <laughs> No, I, I, dude. Honestly, I'm just gonna I'm gonna keep doing stand up. I think because that's my favorite thing to do, and I'm gonna watch movies on a bigger TV. I'm trying to think. Like, I would probably eat better. Like, like I'd probably spend a lot of my money on like better food, being healthier. Yes. Would you get the fake sculpted abs? No, I might suck the fat out of my gut and tits, but I'm not going to sculpt anything, you know? I think you should come back fucking all lipoed out. Dude, the, 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 the fake abs, I don't even know what goes in them. Is it the same thing as fake asses? Yeah. Were you ever Were you ever thin? No. I was always a little fat. When's the last time you shaved your face fully? Years five, maybe ten years ago. Like, it's been a while. I've, I like the beard. I'm keeping the beard. I'm trying I, to picture you young. I, I might have done a goatee, like, five years ago. But that's it. Yeah. It seems like I grow a beard. I was like, oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. You like the mall Santa look. I do. I'm I'm going to trim this up soon, but I do. <laughs> you Oh, you said you were going to be healthy with all your money. Yes. See, and then you'll be unfunny. Yeah. I think you should just eat and eat and get fatter and funnier. And then fucking But here's the thing, I'm still going to eat John, what I like. John who's that who is that really big John Panette? John Panette? Yeah. All his shit was about food. He was funny though. He was a funny guy, but every joke was you know how every Mob Deep song is about like killing people? Yeah. <laughs> I mean every single one, same thing with Panette, dude. He joked about one thing. Eating and being fat. Yeah. Speaking of which, by the way, did you ever, uh, did you, do you know the story of how Joe, uh, Fat Joe became uh, Fat Joe? No. He used to be just a guy named Joe. 
But then he started selling crack, and then he just ate steaks every day. <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> it's so true. It's so true, dude. He had money for steaks. He just bought them. <laughs> There's no way his rap I, name was just Joe. No, I don't think he had a rap name. <laughs> but people just called him Joe or Joe from the block or something. He got to become Fat Joe because he became fat because of success from selling crack. I think he should have changed his name so to Fat from Steak Joe. Is he? <laughs> that sounds a whole lot better. Fat from Prime Rib Joe. <laughs> fat. From Prime Rib Joe. You know? Oh, you never had a rap name? No. Damn. He really he really looked up to Big Pun, so people thought maybe he got fat because of that, but no, he was just eating steaks. <laughs> what was Big Pun's rap name? Fat from Pepperoni yeah. Pizza Pun? Fat from whatever I could get my fat hands on pun. <laughs> <laughs> he was so, Dude, he had to cancel an SNL appearance once. He was going to be the musical guest, but he couldn't, like, get up and, like, breathe. Like, I'm a pretty big guy, but I've never called into work fat. I've <laughs> never done that. I've never done. You've that. never been too fat to work. <laughs> yes, I've yeah. <laughs> never been like oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> My tits are too big today. It is wild how different people get fat different ways. And uh, yeah, I mean it. it and it, it just doesn't stop. It's just like alcoholism or anything else. It really is. Like it's like, what are you doing, dude? Have some grilled chicken every now and then. Put some salmon on a salad. For the love of fuck, don't you want to live for another thirty years as a rich guy? Yeah, but people don't care about that. Food's too good. Food is okay. All right, all right. Back to the social media question. Do you think the government's really gonna regulate social media when they don't even regulate food? Uh, I don't think the government's ever gonna regulate social media. I think people, it's just like, you know how no one smokes anymore? Cigarettes? Hell, you're smoking a vape right now. No, I'm vaping, not smoking. We don't, as soon as we find out what this shit does and turning our lungs into liquid shit, I'm going to quit this too. All right, but right now they're not quite sure. Everyone says it's horrible for you, but and they have some things like popcorn lung and other silly name diseases. They haven't figured other out what delicious, it's really going to do. Other delicious diseases. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> Kettle corn lungs. <laughs> Yeah, dude, dude, I, it's, it's going to be different when people really see the winning, like, think, of, think of what percentage of people have anxiety disorders and everything now. A lot of that is because of social media. Yes, I agree, but I think a lot of it also is unhealthy lifestyles. Yeah, because of the internet, mental, un, like, um, kids seeing porn at the age of four is probably not good either. When's the first time you saw a pair of titties? Um, hmm. In a movie? Just the, yeah. No, yeah, the no, the first time you saw a pair of titties in real life or yeah, or in on screen or in a book or something. I I um uh, first uh some girl down the street flashed me. Uh, my first set of titties, and that was like when I was in sixth or seventh grade. You've been riding that high ever since. You smoked weed, saw some titties, and you've been riding that high ever since. <laughs> nothing, yeah, nothing like seeing your first pair of titties. I don't remember the movie. I remember, the, all, all I remember though was furiously looking for them in the TV guide schedule. Okay, all right. TVMA, violence, adult content, language. Okay, nope. 
Oh, S. Okay. All right. Here we go. S meant sexuality or, or nudity. So you would just look for the. Yeah, I would watch whole movies because there might be tits in them. And they're, you know, sometimes there just wasn't. What movies did you think had tits but didn't? Um, there's a few of them. Over there. A couple of Selma Hayek ones really disappointed me. Free Willy? Free Willy, yeah, yeah. No tits and Free Willy. That kid does fuck a whale, though, so that's pretty good. It's, you know, it's implied. <laughs> it's in the subtext. Do you fuck the blowhole or do they have whale pussies? I think... I think whale pussies are probably too big for our dicks, so we would have to use the blowhole. Speak for yourself. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> You're fucking a whale cock, really? I got this a whale cock. Uh, yeah, I, I, I call him blubber dick. <laughs> hey, how come Sam doesn't ever wear shorts in the summer? Um, you ever see the old men who, who, who had the balls like hang out their shorts? That's scary to me. I've never seen that, no. I've seen it. They're nuts hanging out of their shorts. That's scary to me that your balls can yeah, hang Yeah, dude, get some boxer briefs. What are you doing with your life? But imagine having balls that hangy. Yeah. Do you have hangy balls? No. I mean, but they're going to get hangier. It happens to the best of us. Yeah. I would get my balls tucked. What do you mean, tucked in? Like, get them, like, less hangy. Take some skin off the back. Oh no, because then you gotta cut it. No, no, I don't need. A, I don't need any ball surgery, man. Unless I got a tumor, I'm not fucking. I'm not getting getting knives near. No knives. Balls. You don't shave your balls. Uh, well, that's different. That's done with like a, an instrument designed for that. Manscaped. Um, not necessarily manscaped. I think I went the cheap version. I got something else. Do you think they used a straight razor to shave their dick and balls in the olden days? What else are they going to use? <laughs> I guess you're right. You, know, you use those little scissors first, right? Yeah. And then you do the straight razor. I mean, I can't imagine someone doing that themselves. I think, dude, you know what really happened? People just had pubic hair and it was fine. I think, if anything, men waxed like women did. No way. There's is that why they look so unhappy in all those olden pictures? <laughs> is they just had their assholes waxed? I, 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 dude, if if there's any, and they're just in pain. I'm talking about like 1980. I'm not talking about like the Renaissance or something. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about like the 1800s. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's like I don't know if they're getting their assholes waxed. No, can you imagine? Can you imagine that? Can you imagine saying to your wife in like 1800, everyone's got the plague, you know, fucking you're making seven cents a day doing whatever you can to get bread, and you're like, you know what I'd really like? If you got all that hair off your cunt. <laughs> we don't have bigger problems, Francis. You know, I'm just saying. When I go I'm down w- there, it's like untangling iPhone headphones. Yeah. <laughs> Apple headphones. For God's sakes, I work on a bar. Most of my day is, ch- ch- is chasing gophers to try to beat them to death. <laughs> like, I would be willing to do that for 19 hours a day, and I'd be happier if I had a nice... Bald cunt to look at. <laughs> it must smell horrible. Too much pubic hair? Just like olden times genitals. Mm. I wonder what they did to clean. Pray. 
Put a bottle of vodka in your cunt and just sort of tip it. <laughs> <laughs> just here we go. All right, there we <laughs> go. <laughs> Shower and vodka. Yeah. What job would you do in olden times? Oh, dude, I'd be a jester. We'd be jesters. They didn't, they didn't, Sam. Have, they didn't have jesters we in would the be Wild doing, West. We had some sort of comedians like tumblers, clowns. We'd be doing something like that. We'd be killed. We need a real job. Um, I th- I'm sure there's a way we could think. All right, perfect. And we can just get back into it. We had technical issues. What were we even talking about before? We're talking about the Old West. <laughs> oh, yeah, about how doctors judged how good they were based on how much blood was caked on their shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got a lot of blood out of them. You know what? People were so dumb. They weren't dumb. They were dumb. They weren't dumb. They were dumb. They were, were every single generation is the same as the generation before them and the generation after them. We're all the same species. You understand what I'm saying? Like yeah. like life throws different things at us. Like it's easy for you to say they were all dumb, but what, what are you going to create your own goddamn, you know, smallpox vaccine? What would you do? They were scared at the train coming at the, on the screen. <laughs> like, they thought a train was really coming. They're dumb. Okay. The first time I saw a 3D movie, I didn't think Shrek was going to fucking fuck yeah, me in the it's ass. In, it's, it's in the fucking... Yeah, I, I, I disagree with the idea that this generation goods, this one's bad. I think people react the same way. Like to like, I think if if I think if the greatest generation had been raised on Twitter and shit, I think they'd be very similar to us. If you could live in any generation, what would it be? This one. I mean. <sighs> As a stand-up comedian, it was way easier to make it in the 80s and 90s. I mean, most of the battle was just doing stand-up comedy. I thought you were going to say, most of the battle was just doing cocaine. No. <laughs> no, but, like, seriously, like, it's uh, it was a far less competitive enterprise. But still, though, like, what's I'll say that now, but what's going to happen, like, we might cure gout in six months, for Christ's sakes, you know? Who fucking knows? But your special has 10,000 views. Not yet. Don't jinx me. 9.5 thousand views. Like, that's a lot of people who are able to see your shit. Yes. Yeah, which is great. It wouldn't have been able to happen that easy. (laughs) No. I mean, there's pros and cons to the internet. I'm mostly mad about how many people do comedy now. Mm. A bunch of people who really have no right to do it. They just haven't. They just never figure out any other social circle. Yeah, but isn't that the dudes who all play guitar? Like, everyone plays guitar if you play guitar, you know? Yeah. We're just in a circle of comedy, so everyone I'm, does comedy. I'm, I no, I, I think there's, yeah, but think of how many more comedians there are now than there used to be. Like, it <sighs> just keeps getting more and more and more. There's more specials out now than ever. Yeah, but that's because you, like, then you wouldn't have been able to do it, you know? Like, That's not true. I could I could have put out a special. If I had foresight, I could have put out a special 10 years ago, like when YouTube first stopped. Like a lot of the biggest podcasts ever 
became huge because they were the only podcasts. I I agree with that, and it might be harder, but like I started a podcast during quarantine. How many people started podcasts during quarantine? Uh, like I was able to actually create something off of something that no one said would. They were like, "That's dead." Like podcasting's dead, you mm-hmm. know. Podcasting is dead. That's a weird thing to say. Nothing ever just dies anymore. No, vinyls are getting big. Vinyls. Do people still read fucking paperback books? Yeah. Nothing ever. CDs is really the only thing. Cassettes. VHS is dead. I think they officially stopped making VCRs, actually. Yeah, VHS is dead. There was one, but, you know, that's, you know, but that's like, that's not an art form. That's just a case for the art form. Were there any jokes on the special that you were worried about putting out? No. Like, do you have a joke that you think is your, like, most offensive joke? No. Um, I think people are offended by different things. Different people have different triggers. Yeah. Triggers, you know? It's so funny. I brought this up, like, fucking 30 minutes ago because I had a roundabout point I wanted to get to, but we're finally getting it now. Are you worried... Do you ever worry, like you were talking about comedians like copying what you do but not getting the nuance of it, do you worry that people will misinterpret what your art is? Um, no, because if it's good, then some people misinterpret it and other people will get it. Um, every, like, the best comedians in the world are the ones who ruin comedy. So to speak, I put that in quotes, ruin comedy, you know, like Bill Hicks. Everyone tried to say act like Bill Hicks and they were saying the N word on stage and they were being like uh, prophetic. And like in Texas, there was a sign that said, don't sound like Hicks in New York. Everyone tries to put on an Atel afflection, or at least they were for a while. You know, people still try to talk like Louis C.K. and they try to say nasty things like Louis C.K., but they don't have jokes. They just say grotesque sentences in a way they thought Louis C.K. said them, you know? So, and John, John Stewart, I think, ruined comedy because he was so good. Everyone else went, oh, my God, I want the New York Times to call me a genius. So they just started talking politics. It turns out they're not as smart or as funny as John Stewart. So the... It's really just the person behind it that gives the intent of what the joke is. Yeah, if they, if it wasn't, let's say, for instance, if someone doesn't copy you, they were going to copy someone else, and they were going to copy them poorly. There's no control over that. And if people want to blame you for people copying you, like, I don't know what to tell that person. Yeah, because you're just doing what you want to do. Yeah. You're just trying to create yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I, you know. Yeah. So, but I feel like you can say you. It's getting back to like, like I feel like when I watched your special, I was. This is gonna sound weird, but I was able to enjoy it. Like if it came out, let's say a year before pandemic, I would enjoy it, but I'd be like, Oh, you'd be like, oh, you'd be worried for me. Yeah, I'd be worried for you, but I'm not worried for you anymore. You no, know, I knew, I always knew that stuff was going to decline. Though. There's just no way. What are you gonna look, dude? Some people are gonna laugh. Be laughing is so nice. Do you get what I'm saying, though? Yeah, it, it was a weird time there for a little bit, but that yeah. was gone. And I always knew it was gonna go. That was like VHS. 
<laughs> it was like it was around for a little bit. Yeah, but that's a little different because it was. I don't understand how that analogy makes sense, but I don't smoke pot. I don't know, dude. I'm not on your level. I'm just saying it was around for a little bit, but it's going away. Is that a fucking? Uh, this is a weed pen. Yeah, I thought a weed so. vape pen. Oh, okay. What do you? How do you see weed now? I see. I eat gummies and I watch movies and I love it. They make. I love it. Like if I if if there's gonna be a really good movie coming out or if it's a movie I've been waiting to watch for a while, I always I try to make sure I can put myself in a space where I can eat a gummy because I'll know I'll enjoy it that much more. Not only enjoy it more, but actually get it more because I let myself get sucked in more. What movies do you get excited about? Um, it's 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 a short list nowadays. I'll tell you that. You know, they say movies aren't as good anymore. They're just not. It's just it's a thousand percent true, um, and it's just because there's so much superhero stuff going on. Even movies that aren't superhero movies are really superhero movies. The Fast, the Furious movies. Well, what movies do you get excited about? Um, anything David Fincher puts out. I have my director. I have my guys. Like um. Like Scorsese, of course, is like the greatest ever. So. What's that new one he has coming out? Oh, Killer of Killers the... of the Flower Moon. I'm pretty pumped yeah. about that. Isn't that like fucking 16 hours long? I, if it's good, it's fine. If it's good, it's fine. And it's like it's like it's like three and a half. It's funny. The Irishman. That was his last movie, right? Mm-hmm. I, it's like three and a half hours long, yeah. right? I remember I watched like an hour and a half of it, and you couldn't do it. And anymore? then I fell asleep. And then I woke up for the last half hour, and I loved the movie. <laughs> That's not great. I was like, it's a perfect movie. I just, <laughs> I was like, I enjoyed all hour and a half that I got to see of it. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. So Scorsese, who else? Uh, David Cronenberg is a guy I really like. Did a lot of body horror and also like a lot of psychological shit, like a psychological thriller. I like, like any horror. Any horror? Yeah. I'm getting more into horror now because they keep putting out, because they're putting out good horror movies and they're not putting out good anything else. I like fucked up horror. You'd like Cronenberg then. I feel like I've seen Cronenberg. Movies. You ever seen The Fly? Mm-hmm. What's a new one that he put out? Uh, Did he do Infinity Pool? No, that was his son, Brandon Cronenberg, which I didn't mm, see. Should I see that? Yeah, that was pretty good. I like the... See, I like X. I like Pearl. I like Terrifier. I like... Like I, just, I like horror. They're putting out good horror movies. It's not. Did you see Bo is Afraid? No. Was that good? I wouldn't say it was good, but it's worth a watch. I liked the first movie that guy did, and the second one where they go to that like evil Switzerland. Midsummer. Midsummer. Pronounce it right. Fuckhead. Midsummer. Midsummer. Okay, Bony Vare. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like that at all. I thought it had like two cool scenes, but I it was a lot of times one. waste. Time wasted. I like that more than Hereditary. Oh, okay. Some people did. I you liked like Hereditary. gore and stuff though. Uh, who? Gore. I'm, you like you're a big Al Gore fan. Aren't I'm a you? big, huge Al Gore fan, man. Those towers would still be up <laughs> if Al Gore was president. And there'd be flowers growing <laughs> on top of them. Um, yeah, I like I, I liked action. I like like my favorite movie is probably a crime thriller. That's my favorite genre, which they just don't do well anymore. Would you make a movie? Yeah. Do you have a, any movie ideas? Um, no. No, but if someone said, hey, you want to give it a fucking whirl? 
I mean, I could write a movie. Would you make yourself the star? <laughs> Hopefully, I could afford someone better than me. You could star in a George R.R. R. Martin biopic. Maybe. I could, I could probably you do You look that. like a young version a of Young him. George R.R. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I'm not a big fantasy guy. I'm not either. Apparently, Game of Thrones is amazing, though, so I'm going to give it a shot. Mm. Lord of the Rings was, like, undeniably good. It wasn't my favorite thing, but it's an undeniably good series of movies. Uh, I like sci-fi more than fantasy. Yeah. Would you rather live in a fantasy world or a sci-fi world? I mean, it depends what sci-fi world, man. You could do both and do Star Wars. Star Wars, little fantasy, little sci-fi. Would you rather live in Star Wars or fucking Lord of the Rings? Uh, I'll take Star Trek over both of them, actually, now that I think of it. I know nothing about Star Trek. I'm out of my... I like real shit. Mm-hmm. Like real-life shit. Except I'm playing that Hogwarts game. That shit's really fun, and it's really funny that they have a trans character <laughs> in the Hogwarts game to say, like, a fuck you to J.K. Rowling. <laughs> Snuck a trans character in there. But it's literally, because it's a video game, it's literally just a woman, and it's just a dude's voice talking as the woman. So they never then, say trans, they just have a dude's voice. As the woman bartender. That's funny. That's funny. They probably couldn't get away with doing a trans, like, she'd be like, no, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Because J.K. Rowling definitely has sign-off on all that. Oh, yeah. Did you hear about this thing? I'm asking everybody about it. Did you hear about that professor? Probably not, but go ahead. That professor in New York is having parties of all the celebrities that have been canceled? What do you mean? Like, she's bringing together everybody that's been canceled to, like, have talks. Oh, no shit. Like, yeah. Oh, Shane Gillis gets to meet Jared from Subway. That's fucking <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I was saying that they have a roast battle between Kramer and Cosby. <laughs> Dude, Paula Dean's cooking for Kanye. Oh my god. Dude, Paula Dean, what did she do? Right? She said the N-word a few times, right? Yeah. Yeah. We knew she had to. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, yeah, so, I mean when you're when you're cooking is that southern? I went to a restaurant, it wasn't good. Of course not. She probably just slapped her name on it. Yeah. Yeah, but I guess I'll fund another slavery theme party. <laughs> <laughs> Would you go to the canceled party? Uh, I don't have I don't have the honor of being canceled, so I don't think I get to. If you could be canceled for anything, what would it be? My jokes. <laughs> yeah, dude. Being canceled is the best thing that can happen to a comedian now. Like it's like it. It, it depends what you're canceled for. Yeah, well, for for your material. Oh yeah, you can't just be like going and molesting people and be like, it's helping my career. I don't consider that canceled. Oh, you're in jail for rape. That's yeah. You yeah. were canceled. Yeah. <laughs> the judge doesn't go, and your sentence is canceled. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're canceled for the next three to five years. You are not allowed on Twitter and TV. That would be hilarious. Yeah. No, that's not how it goes. Like, like, dude, some of these problems are so much bigger than cancellation. Bill Cosby wasn't canceled. Okay? No. Like, you can't call it canceled if it didn't exist, you know, a while back. You can't call it canceled if it's an actual you can say, crime. Yeah, me too, sure. But I think that's even, you know, yeah, cutting it a little short of the impact. Damn. You think you could survive in prison? Um... No. You would have to be white supremacist. Yeah, which I wouldn't look forward to. No. 
I mean, you know what? If they let me do stand up, I might have a chance. Mm, you actually could save yourself. Yeah. With some good jokes. Hey, can I please do jokes? <laughs> they're about to they're about to rape you. Yeah. <laughs> and you're just like, quick, and you just start telling jokes through the tears. I <laughs> you're like, I call diabetes. <laughs> Pepsi foot, get it? <laughs> and you're just sobbing. Yeah. No, we talked about this on I did Bowden's podcast where because they brought they brought up Oz. Like the idea of climbing climbing up a criminal hierarchy. I don't think I could do that unless I had lots of cigarette money. <laughs> You'd have to smoke a lot of cigarettes. I would have to. I would have to give out cigarettes. Oh, and pre- you would just be. Yeah. You would have to have a gaped asshole going in to fit all those <laughs> cigarettes in there. I I think they're more clever than. Would that. you gape your asshole for prison cigarettes? I mean, it's not my choice whether it gets gaped or not. <laughs> yeah. That's true. It's wild that they don't consider it gay if you're in prison. You know, I mean, it is gay whether you want to admit it or not. Now, you don't have the option to be straight. That's true. So you're forced into gay, but it's still gay. I mean, the definition of gay is two dudes banging. So gay is not a choice unless you're in prison. Then yes, then yeah. (laughs) Then that's the choice. Yeah, well, the choice isn't even to be gay. It's more like, hey, do I still want to fuck? They should have, like, mixers like they did in, like, Christian high schools of the prisoners. Female and male prisoners? Yeah, like school dances. Uh, I think a lot of people just get more sentences. There'd be a lot of pregnancies and shit in jail. That would not be good. You you probably heard about this. Everyone heard about this. But uh, the guy who said he was a a rapist, and he said he identified as a woman, so they put him in a uh, female prison. I did not hear about that. Yeah, dude, he got like three women pregnant. Oh, wow. Yeah. Good for him, fertile. (laughs) That's exactly what I see. No, that's fucked up. But when I hear that... I just feel bad for the guys who have been trying for a kid for like 10 years. Is <laughs> it <laughs> just crying reading the news article? Yeah. Like this guy's fucking. Oh my God. Busting nuts. Or, and You're shooting having, blanks. Your wife's mocking he's you. He's coming babies out. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking. It comes out like a baby. Yeah, exactly. Two investment bankers can't have a super smart kid together, but two prisoners, one rapist, one lady who put her baby in a microwave, they fucking bang. Nine months later, bang, criminal kid. That's what I call it. That kid's got no shot. That's a prison microwave right there. No shot. The best thing to do to that kid is take him away and be like, all right, we're never going to tell him shit. Teach him stand-up comedy. Yeah. No, you just, you act like he didn't have any, oh, both your parents are dead. Don't you worry about it. Oh, yeah. Okay? Your mom wasn't raped by a man lady. Okay? You don't worry about it. <laughs> I think it's wild that legally you are allowed to find out your parent if that you were they used a sperm donor. Like, when you hit 21, like, you're legally allowed to find out. But are you, are you legally allowed to, con- like, to say, no, you can't find me? I don't think so. Really? Because I think that's crazy that you're like, I need this 600 bucks so bad. And then you just like nut in a cup. And you're probably stoned and you just needed rent. And then 20 years later, someone knocks on your door. I, I think it depends. They don't just take anyone's cum anymore. 
Women are more choosy than ever. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> He's got to be six foot tall. You know you're not actually going to date him, right? <laughs> I don't care. He's got to be six foot tall. He has to be polite. <laughs> you don't he want has to an, be able to cook. You, Why does he need to have to cook? You, you just don't want it, an ugly baby. <laughs> you don't want an ugly baby. Nothing's worse than an ugly baby. Nope. <laughs> Nothing in this world. Oh. My friend said they saw someone tried to run off with a baby. I was like, what would you really do with a baby? Yeah, I mean, we all know you're selling it to Peru. (laughs) Sell to some shady place in Peru. You can't just put a baby in an envelope and write Peru on it. (laughs) (laughs) No, you have to get a stamp and a can of tuna. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, dude, you know, there are, you could sell, dude, you could sell a baby to a fucking couple who needs a baby. Have you ever had any paranormal instances or times where you thought no. you saw an alien or anything? No, next question. You don't believe in any of no, that I don't, shit? I, I believe aliens are here. Uh, not like necessarily. Like, I believe aliens exist in the universe. It's just too big. You don't think they're here on Earth? No. I mean, no. If they're, and I also don't think there's any way, even if they were, there's no way for us to find them because they have had to travel from someplace so far away. The amount of uh, technological advancement they must have over us, we like, we would be less than chimps to them. Yeah. You don't believe in anything, Bigfoot, Yeti, Loch Ness Monster? No. I believe in Portuguese women and they are very scary. <laughs> I never knew what a chupacabra was. <laughs> Until I had dinner in a restaurant in Fall River. <laughs> I was like, why are you putting eggs and ham on a steak? <laughs> Until I had salted meat. <laughs> you know you can eat something other than shellfish, right? What are we doing here? <laughs> <laughs> dude, Portuguese women beat their husbands, dude. It's the opposite of the Italian family. What do you think the wildest night? I'm not of done you? talking about Portuguese broads. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> That's the name of your next special. I'm not done talking, talking about Portuguese about, broads. <laughs> Shellfish and black eyes. <laughs> That's the that's the follow up. Yeah, this is part two. Shellfish and black eyes. <sighs> oh. Yeah, what were you gonna ask? Wildest? Have you? What's the? What would you say your wildest night of your life is? Um, I did ketamine for my birthday like fucking a week ago. <laughs> Dude, I'm sober. I don't drink alcohol, but like I still do drugs. Like, like every now and then, you, like you shoot. Yeah, up yeah, every. I still shoot dope and shit like that. I'm not some fucking. I need to relax, you know. No, but I did ketamine because I, I did ketamine like a year earlier, and it was so much fun. I've never done ketamine. It, it the first time I did it, I had so much fun. I was light, I was giggly. It was wonderful. It reminded me, honestly, it reminded me that like the first couple times I smoked pot. Remember how great your first couple times smoking pot is? You oh, can't stop yeah. laughing. Mm-hmm. That's what it reminded me of. I've been I wanted, chasing that dragon to this day. Apparently, if you take a month off smoking weed, you can get kind of there. Yeah, but then I lose all my friendships. <laughs> <laughs> the podcast is much more on edge. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, you medically smoke pot, basically. We've talked about this. So I go to my pediatrician, and he, he the same doctor since I was four years old. I feel like I've been talking about it a lot recently. But I, he's been, I've been going to him. 
And even he's just like, you smoke weed every day. It's part of who you are. I'm not even going to talk about it. Yeah, it's different people have different things. But tell me about ketamine. Uh, I did too much. I was way too fucked up. What happens if you get too fucked up off ketamine? Um, you just, you know, you can go into a K-hole, which when you can't communicate with anyone and you're basically out of your mind. True story. I was, I used to work at this place called uh, In-Season Resorts and we had a, and our boss there was a real, real drug user, like real drug user. And, um, we used to always ask him, Hey, uh, I'm not going to say his name, but like, Hey, uh, how come uh, you never, uh. How can we never drive to work? Someone always picks you up. Two years. We've never seen you once pull up in a car. You don't drive. You know. He goes, oh, dude, because this one time <laughs> I was doing a bunch of ketamine. And while I was driving, he's doing ketamine while driving. That's how insane this person was. And uh, and I did too much and everything turned into a cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> and he crashed his car. He never drove again. I, he might be driving out. I, don't, I haven't talked to him. I haven't. I haven't <laughs> until you did ketamine with him on your birthday last week. No, 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 no. I uh, I did ketamine with my roommates, um, and I did too much. And it wasn't like the craziest thing ever, but it's like crazy for being thirty seven and not drinking. What do you think while you're in a K hole? I don't know. I didn't get in a K hole. I got K rocked. I think there's a difference. Is that like K pop? Yeah. No. No. K rocked. <laughs> K rocked. I was. I was just. Uh, you just turned to a Korean rock singer. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what? That did you hear about the lady who the the man who turned himself into a Korean woman, the YouTuber? No. Yeah, dude, he looks bad. In a good way. No, he looked like he. I don't think anyone could turn the. If he's a, was he white? Yeah. And he turned into a Korean woman? Yeah, he was like, I am Korean now. You I would be him. more surprised if I was like, damn, you look sexy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh. Like, imagine if one day you're like, I'm going to be a Japanese woman. Yeah. Dude, it's basically the same thing. I know. I'd be surprised if you were hot. Yeah, and the, the fucked up thing is people would get offended, too. They're like, hey, man. Well, I don't think they'd they'd be offended that you were still using tape on your eyes. Yeah, prob- <laughs> probably. And I, oh, I talk like that. Most honorable. Yeah, 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 yeah. That would be pretty offensive. Wait, so you got, what's K rocked? You do too much ketamine and you're fucking like you're wobbly. You can't really communicate. If you were dying, would you do all the drugs? What's the craziest drug you've done? Heroin. You've done heroin? Snorted it? Yeah, a long time ago. I did heroin twice. One time I snorted it and I was like, holy shit, I just did heroin. What the fuck's wrong with my life? And another time I snorted heroin and then I said, hey, that's really good cocaine. And my friend laughed at me. (laughs) (laughs) And then you turned to Henry Rollins. Yeah, basically. (laughs) Yeah. I, I don't know if I'm going to do ketamine again because um, I felt a little bit like a drug addict, even though, like, I barely do drugs. I felt a little bit like, what was I doing? Yeah. Like, I was, like, fucked up from it, like, the next day. My throat and my nose were all a mess. It's like, dude, what are you doing? Drugs are never as fun as you think they're going to be. Except for Molly. I've never done Molly. Yeah? <laughs> It'll change what I, you just said. I feel like I'll get addicted to it. I mean, it's not... 
have and anything that's fun can be addictive. Anything pleasurable can be addictive. Right? But, but like, remember when you thought hallucinogens would actually give you visuals? Like, you'll actually see like a purple elephant. Oh, uh, well, that's because I did. I've seen that shit. Of what? LSD and mushrooms. Oh, you, what is that? They call it candy flipping or something? Um, by themselves, I've seen it. I've mixed them too, but like, I've seen a lot of cool shit. What's the craziest shit you've seen? I've never, I've taken a lot. My first time doing mushrooms, I saw a family of woodsmen people. They were all blue and they lived in a boat and they <laughs> wanted me to come with them into the forest. And I started to go, but then there was too many thorns. <laughs> Damn, really? Yeah, dude. That's wild. I've seen some crazy shit off the DMT, but off mushrooms, I've never seen anything real. What do you mean real? Like I've never seen like an elephant or a blue f- of avatar you've, people. So you've just seen like the way the trees, the leaves sort of go into yeah, each other. Like you see like sacred geometry and shit like yeah. that. Sacred geometry. Like, you know, when you see the shapes and patterns and shit. Okay. So that's what it's called. Sacred geometry. Yeah. No shit. Yeah. I just don't like Grateful Dead music. I feel like if I yeah, I don't like Gra- fish. I don't like any jam bands. No, if I liked that, maybe I'd see shit. Maybe, but I, I, I don't, I don't like any of that stuff. I, I like fucking. I like the music I like. What are you listening to right now? Um, I was just, I was just listening to Neil Young when I got here. I like that stuff a lot. Love Neil Young, old guy. <laughs> the old music. Were you a wrestling fan? A little bit, not much. I got over it pretty quickly. I did love the wrestling video games, though. So you didn't ever have, like, a wrestling... Like, you were a wrestling personality? I liked Stone Cold Steve Austin because he would drink beer and beat up his boss. Would you ever do a wrestling promo? Sure. You know... They were always coked up in those wrestling promos. And on steroids, too. Coke and steroids. You'll see some visuals off that. Yeah. Yeah. I do want to see you jacked. You'll see a you'll see a straight green line. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen a wrestler, like even The Rock. I've never seen a wrestler and be like, "You look healthy." The Rock kind of looked healthy back in the day cuz he was he he wasn't like all roided out. He was just big and strong. But now he looks like the thumb people from Now Spy yeah, Kids. now he's on a bunch of steroids. Yeah. Which is weird. He's, like, popping out. Yeah. And he's making shitty movies. His movies blow. Here, I love Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sylvester Stallone, and the idea was The Rock was going to be the next version of that, and he didn't even come close. John Cena's a good actor. Yeah, but he's good in comedies. Yeah. Like, he, he did this... He did a couple of... Uh, he did The Marine, which is really funny. <laughs> like, um... Like, uh, um, you know, like drinking game stuff, you know? Like, yeah. you drink every time he says he's a Marine. Drink every time he says, give me back my wife, because they kidnapped <laughs> his wife. My buddy Michael Good taught me that uh, drinking game. And yeah, that stuff's fun. But, like, no one makes those fun movies anymore. Like, uh, I, I used to love movies, like, in the 90s, when, like, <laughs> some group of immigrants was causing a ruckus, and they needed a white guy to beat them up. <laughs> <laughs> It's crazy to look back on now. Did it, you see the last yeah. Rambo where he just beat? Dude, he's killing Mexicans. It doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a Vietnam vet. Why is he killing people in Mexico? <laughs> well, he's also getting fucked up by Mexicans. That's I, I, me and Joe Buckley saw that movie by ourselves. No one else was in the theater except for like 
two old ladies who just like want to remember the days when Stallone was so hot or so. I, I have no they idea. They were just rubbing one out. Yeah. So. But we were laughing our fucking balls off, and we enjoyed that movie very much so because it's crazy. Yeah. There's a movie out there, uh, Steven Seagal. Uh, it's called, um, what was it? What was it? It was fucking insane. How am I forgetting this movie now? Marked for Death. It was about Jamaican voodoo gangs coming into the suburbs. And I'm not joking. The movie is like for an hour and a half, it's just Steven Seagal brutally killing Jamaican people. For an hour and a half. No plot. No plot. I mean, there's a plot. The plot is Jamaicans are bad. That's the plot. <laughs> the plot is you can't trust Jamaican people. And he's just breaking their arms and ripping their throats out for an hour. This is true. At one point in the film, Steven Seagal runs out of Jamaicans to kill because he scares them all off, of oh. course. So he goes to Jamaica to kill more of them. <laughs> Action movies used to be, let's send a white guy into yeah. like a, a foreign country and just kill as yes. many people as you know possible. What? And I get now, hey, maybe don't make it a white guy always. Switch it up so there's not that weird thing. Right? Yeah. But, like, still, make those movies. Yeah. Make those movies where one dude just mows down everyone. <laughs> just, yeah, send a kid into a school. That's we have, all we need to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, call it. <laughs> <laughs> the next big action adventure movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> Columbine. Yeah, just a kid like, I'm remaking John Wick. <laughs> the script's on Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> guy thinks he's remaking John Wick <laughs> at a bed, bath, and beyond in Raleigh, North Carolina because no one fucked him. <laughs> and he really hates masks. Really hates masks. Oh, my God. Straight for pay. Straight for pay. Watch the special. I'm very proud of it. I'm very proud of it. What should people do directly after watching your special? Like and comment. After that, <laughs> um, call City Hall with some of my ideas. <laughs> could you put me in? Could you put me on with the Jew in charge of this? <laughs> Dude, absolutely. I'll make you my head Jew in charge. <laughs> oh, thank you. Dude, H G I C on your desk. <laughs> An embroidered yarmulke. <laughs> Solid gold yarmulke. <sighs> you did headline the first show I ever did. The Red Nun. Yep. Which is always a good show and never should be. And then we did a roast battle and you killed me. Uh, yeah, I, I did all right. I, I, you know. It was not fair for me to go against you. Wasn't it your idea, though? No, I don't think so. I think Who they did asked, that to, to you? I don't even know. Well, yeah, I, mean, I think they knew that we knew each other. Oh, okay. But I can't, I don't watch a lot of specials anymore. But I loved your special. It was thank you. You got to you got to watch more specials. You got to watch them. Uh, I know it's hard to find a good one on Netflix. It's hard. But there's a lot on YouTube. They, there's a ton of great stuff like that you maybe haven't seen. Like you've seen Patrice O'Neill Elephant in the Room, right? Oh yeah, I've seen most older like most specials up right, until good, 2020 good good yeah. good good still watch some of those good ones over and over again they always they always help they'll they'll remind you of something yeah no i i used to, i've trust me i've seen so much comedy like 
I'm a fan of comedy through and through, but watching yours was the first time I've like belly laughed at one in a minute. Thank you. I, I'm hearing that from a lot. Belly laughs. That's that's what I go for, man. Yeah. It's a lot of comedians out there that just sort of help people laugh. I want to make them laugh. I don't want to give them a choice. If you love peace and social justice and you just want to clap for 38 minutes straight, <laughs> watch Straight for Pay with yeah. Alan Fitzgerald. Yeah. Yeah, please do. Man, thank you for doing this. Dude, thank you for having me, man. I'd love to come back. Dude, like- you have open door policy on this. You are, you know, one of my favorite comedians. You've been there with me from the beginning. So it's cool to sit down and always catch up and see where we are. Because it has, it has come a long way, you know? Yeah. Well, you came a long way quick. All right. Well, thanks again, I'm man. I'm mostly a dribbler. So that's surprising. What's a, what's a dribbler? You said I came a long way. So. <laughs> oh, okay. You're talking about your semen. I, yeah. You're talking about ejaculating. I'm talking about ejaculate. All right. <laughs> Goodbye, good. everyone. Goodbye. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah,